What is up, everybody? It is your lovely host, Miss Rain Love here, and I just love to introduce myself to you guys. So I am starting this podcast because I want to just let everybody know what it's like to have a real friend, somebody that listens, somebody that validates, somebody that tells you the hard shit that you need to hear, but does it out of a place of love and not a place of, you know, harshness. So I just want to come on here with the most genuine, like, the most genuine feelings that I possibly can. And sometimes I'll have guests on here. Sometimes it'll just be me talking and you guys just listening. But I absolutely just want to have a voice and make an impact on people feeling and knowing that they are important, that they have somebody that's in their corner that wants them to be the best version of a person that they can be. And that's me. Now, today I do have a very special guest here and he is actually my best friend, my person, my better half, and his name is Lizzie. So I'll let him go ahead and do his little intro, tell you guys a little bit about him. Appreciate you having me on. Yes, she's correct. My name is Lizzie. Uh, one third part of Trey Solo, an up and coming group, you know, music group. Uh, working on something new here soon. Um, hope you guys are tuned in and maybe we might have me on again to, you know, debut a single who knows so um but thanks for having me you know that she right it's my best friend doing the thing for i'm glad to be here okay so today i really want to talk about honestly i'm 24 wow i almost forgot how old i am life just be life in but i'm 24 and i feel as though it's like a lot of things that i've learned so far in my early 20s and leaving is 26 I just called you leaving on a podcast oh my god y'all don't make fun of him but (laughs) Lizzy is 26 and I know for me the first lesson I can say that I learned in my 20s for sure is be okay with being alone so I feel as though it's a difference between being alone and being lonely like I feel like the feeling of loneliness is literally a feeling, but being alone is to where you are okay with your own thoughts. You, you know, spending time with yourself and things like that. That is a vital lesson, especially coming into early adulthood. Um, Cause I know coming out of high school or college people, you know, you made your friends, you had your groups, you are constantly inside of these different things. And when you become an adult, you have to put in effort to find a group. You have to put in effort to actually go and chill with people. When you're at school, somebody walk up to you in the hallway and be like, hey, man, I'm going to go here. You didn't have to do nothing but follow along to what the hell they just said right then. <laughs> so making friends was easier in high school and college, you know, things like that. Once you become a real adult, you have to be okay with literally being alone and knowing that it's going to take some time to find the people you're supposed to be around. What's one thing that you've learned in your 20s, Lizzie? Something I learned in my 20s. Um, what you said really resonated with me because I thought about that a long time. And, you know, it's something I had to get over. I felt that early in middle school, like switching from private school, going public around eighth grade so I it was a culture shock for me within my own community you know so 
going from a place where we pray before we eat every meal. Yeah. And we have like chapel every Wednesday, different different religious based plays and things like that. I couldn't say or do certain things that didn't even matter or hold any weight in public school. That makes sense. So that was a big thing for me. But as far as something I learned as an adult, um, I just I feel like the biggest thing I've learned is that nobody really gives a fuck about you. You know, as me, as much as we have family and friends, mm-hmm. I was just I think I was just telling talking to you the other day about this, and it's crazy how it's relevant now. But like. We're all our main characters. Yeah. Every each and every person on this on this planet is a star in their own movie. So mm-hmm. nobody's required to give any. I think I cussed earlier. It's cool to curse on her. Yeah. Give is. any fuck about you. They don't have to at all. From your mother to a stranger on the street, they don't have to love you. They choose to. So. That's something I had to learn and um and know that it's a gift and a blessing to have people that care about you, but you still need to be self-sufficient. That's something I had to learn, especially something I learned pushing myself out of my own mother's home. My mama probably will let me stay there till I'm 50. <laughs> you know, love you, mama. But, uh. So I pushed myself out to pursue my own dreams. I ain't just leave the crib. I left the state. So that's I just learned, like you said, learning, and that ties into what you were saying about learning to be alone. You have to learn to do things on my own. Granted, I'm not completely alone because I have my brothers. You know, the other two people in Trey Solo, and then I have you, my best friend. So I'm not completely alone. I heard, but definitely got from other my family shadow for sure which I definitely understand as far as that I know for me it took me a long time and I moved out when I was 17 18 and I'm still trying to learn the alone concept it's very hard for me I don't know why but even with me living on my own for almost eight years now I still just don't understand the concept sometimes it's getting easier but it doesn't mean, like I said, I haven't 100% grasped it. You said you started in middle school. I basically started when I was like 22 on the concept of being alone. It's only been two years. That's not enough time. I'm still trying to grasp it. I'm very much still an extrovert, and I love people. I just love humans, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I love humans as shitty as the humans are on this planet. Not all of them. I just love people good or bad it doesn't matter so I guess the next thing that I can say I learned in my 20s was think twice like if you I'm gonna elaborate on that when I say that when you think about something and like let's say you're making a decision and you you're like all right cool I didn't make my choice think on it one more time before you do it because if I would have just sat down just a little while longer and actually thought about some of the shit I was gonna do I would not be in some of the predicaments that I would have, you know, that I made for myself. Because sometimes, especially when you're young, you just be like, no, I know what I'm doing. I got this shit figured out. And we don't know shit. (laughs) We don't know absolutely nothing. But if you would have sat down and just been like, you know what? 
that don't even make sense. Why am I finna go do this? Why am I about to put myself in a mental bind, emotional bind, financial bind, when I could just slow the hell down? But I know now it feels like we're kind of in this like race, like everyone wants to be number one. Everyone wants to be better than everyone else, you know? So you constantly, you're just doing things on the fly, not really thinking about the consequences or how it's going to affect your life more than just for that moment, you know? So I would say that's the next best thing that I learned in my 20s is to think twice. What about you, Levin? Once again, that's a good point. And it's also something that I learned early. Uh, something my mom always said, I was a little wise for my age, even at a, as a young kid. I ain't do certain things that other kids would do. When you go outside and play, things like that. I always excommunicated myself when it, things didn't feel right. I was, peer pressure wasn't really a thing for me. That don't mean I didn't feel it, it's just I didn't succumb to it, you know. So, um, but as far as another thing that I learned as an adult is self-discipline. So I have a few bad habits, a few bad habits that I want to kick, you know, some to better my lifestyle and my longevity on this earth, and some to help my help me in immediate circumstances with my career. So I got a few habits that affect both long-term and short-term goals. I guess those and those habits come from exercising the little uh things that we were talking about earlier so one begets the other so me learning to be alone also in that learning to be alone i picked up some new habits new ways of coping that's just something i'm working on now yeah that makes sense and uh you know i always i don't even think you know coping mechanisms are bad it's just when you when they become a crutch something you lean on and it's something also I've noticed within myself that it's harder to deal with certain things leaning on those because I was leaning on other factors, other things to shield some of what life was throwing at me. So once I was from under that curtain, things that were still there before were right. still there after I was done coping they hurt even more than they did before because I've dulled those senses and I haven't used those muscles like creative thinking muscles. I haven't used empathy or I haven't used critical thinking things I would use or anybody would use to diffuse a situation to turn something around for the better for themselves to uplift, upgrade their lives. Those type of things that get dulled down from the things that also help you cope. Forget it. It used to be a pain you continuously used to. Now it's feeling like it's greater than it was before when it's the same thing. So I feel like that's what I, I haven't overcome it yet, but it's something I'm still learning. I like that. I like that what you were saying. Y'all, he is so funny. He's smiling at me on this other side. <laughs> but I definitely agree with that. Discipline is something that is definitely needed in the adult world because you will not get shit done. When you were, like I said, when we were younger, 
going to elementary school, going to middle school, high school. Somebody was on your ass talking about some get up so you can go to school. Get up, go catch the bus. You got to be at this class. Teachers telling you, hey, go here at this time. You got to be at the, you got to be, your time for lunch is between 11 and 1130. You see what I'm saying? Like we were constantly told the schedule. We were constantly told what to do. We weren't taught how to take the initiative to just do those things or how to actually manage our time or how to actually be disciplined unless you play sports. Now playing sports, that was different, but you still had to follow someone else's schedule for you. And you had to show up for them or you were going to get cut from the team. We now have control of making our own consequences of not showing up for ourselves. But for the most part, nobody makes a consequence. We're, we're really quick to give consequences to other people when they don't show up or other people when they don't do things. When it comes down to ourselves, oh, we'll give ourselves some slack. We'll be like, oh, you didn't go to the gym today? Oh, it's cool. And then two months go by and you like, shit, I mean, it's still cool. But like, yeah, have you seen that scale, my boy? <laughs> What's going on? So being able to hold yourself accountable and have that discipline and actually, you know, put yourself to the to the fire and be like, you know what? If I would look at my friend and tell them, hey, you slacking off, you need to get your shit together. And I don't think that you're doing the best that you can do. If you would tell your friend that, talk to yourself the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like. Tell yourself the same thing. Hold yourself to the same high standard that you hold the other people around you to, you know? So my next life lesson is communication matters. This one is so big for me because I will never forget, especially like with my lifestyle or the way that I grew up. We'll talk about that one of these days, but I used to be so scared to communicate my feelings to people. And my fear then turned into a power because after after being scared for so long and then I started doing it, then I just started being like a bully with communication. It was like, oh, you don't know how to communicate? <laughs> and everyone would be like, whoa, 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 wait, a, wait, wait a minute. I, I don't do well with conflict. I don't do well with this. And I've just become a very headstrong person in that. So communication matters. How you communicate your body language, how you say things. I'm learning all of that currently, but I I learned the value of communication and how it really impacts your relationship with people around you, businesses, you know, just even strangers or acquaintances. It can make a, a really huge impact inside of your life, how you communicate with people, um, especially in your close relationship, creating those boundaries, how you set those boundaries sets the tone for the rest of your relationship moving forward. So communication matters. That's a, that's the, was that my number three? I think that's my number three, number four for what I've learned in my twenties. I'm gonna try to get to 10. That's the goal. I'm trying to get to 10 for y'all. So right now we're on number three or four communication matters. What about you leaving? You're right. You're right. Communication does matter. I think that's one of the biggest things out here as well. Um, I think for me, um, it would be figure out, figure out if you want to be a worker or a boss. Nothing, nothing wrong with either one or the other. They're all people specific. It depends on you and who you are. If you decide, hey. I don't want to be a boss. I'm cool with just working for somebody else. Fine. That's cool. That's great. You know, figure out how to do that. Figure out how to do that the best way you can. 
um, and find something that you love to do. So, um, now, you know, it's a little harder to find, you know, the exact job that you would love to do without going to school in that particular field if you know you're going to be a worker. But, uh, so, um, the other side to that coin is being a, a boss, an entrepreneur. And if you do decide that you want to go that route, that route is much more, much harder. So everything you're doing on that side, nine times out of ten, what you're trying to do hasn't been done before, especially in your family. So um, you don't really have a roadmap or a model, you know, in in arm's reach for you to go and talk to or even call to um, figure out where to go, which way to start, you know, or if you have started already, am I going in the right direction? So, um, it's just, I say it's about, you know, finding what it is you like to do. If it is, if you, like I said, if you want to be a worker, great. If you want to be an entrepreneur, great. But once you figure it out, which side of the totem pole that you fall under, figure out the best course of action of getting you the life you deserve and want. So if you're um, cool with a 9 to 5, you beat it, do the best you can with that. But if um, you chose the life path I, I see for myself, which, you know, to be a, um, a full-time musician and artist, um, the life path I've chosen for myself, there's no clear-cut answer to making that an everyday thing other than just to do it. So um, I guess that's my biggest advice on this subject. Once you choose your path, worker or worker bee or queen bee or king, once you choose which direction it is you want to go through, I say do your research as much as you can with the research resources we have here at our disposal and go for it. Because like she said earlier, think twice. I think this is the one exception. I think too much thinking deters us from taking that leap of faith on ourselves. And I agree on that. The only thing I'm going to say with the think twice is, if you think twice and you get the same exact answer, do it. Don't keep thinking. Like, when I say twice, I literally mean two times. If you sit there and you say, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur and this is what I want to do. And you give yourself like a week, you sleep on it, and then you think about it again, and it's the same answer. Those are your two times. That's it. You're done. Execute the plan. And I can personally say off of what Lee just said, I do that a lot. Like when it came down to creating this podcast, I've wanted to create a podcast for the past two years since 2020. Lee bought me a podcast mic in well, for Christmas of 2020, and I never started it. I just kind of kept sleeping on myself. I was like, no one wants to hear me. These things, you know, I don't even know what I would talk about. And I never did it. And now it's 2023, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Why not? I'm beginning. I'm starting. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to fail. There are things I'm not going to know. And you have to be ready for that if you choose the side of, being an entrepreneur, you have to literally be ready to suck and say, I'm not going to know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it until I do it well. 
literally that's all you have to do that's it so yeah just piggybacking off of lee's answer my next one i'm gonna say is my number five would be um prayer is essential that is my next one without my relationship with god i don't know how grounded i would be inside of this thing that we call life but prayer is extremely essential in whatever you believe in i'm not a very religious person i just know that i love god that's it that's all i can say and all the things that i've been blessed with opportunities the people that i've met the experiences that i've had i know that there was something guiding me along the way and even me just having a simple conversation putting out there what i want the things that i need they've always been taken care of and i know it was beyond my human ability so prayer is essential getting into your spiritual side believing in something is essential for sure so that's that was my number five i mean that's just five how many more we gotta do five more golly i'm just playing man she out here trying to she she got me digging deep y'all man but as far as um what you just said i think that was a genius coming i think uh we all need to take a little piece out of that pray book. I think uh, I get it, pray book. <laughs> but as far as prayer goes, I think um, no matter the religion, that's probably one of the most basic constants in religion. We might be praying to somebody different, but we all have prayer. So I think we all can get behind the concept of um, you know just keeping a steady diet going to our spiritual selves. I guess my number five would have to be kind of piggybacks off what I was saying earlier discipline so um and the spinoff I have for discipline is um just a day at a time just take it a day at a time as far and what I mean by that is whatever it is the ways to instill discipline is you know I wouldn't put say be like if I do this for 30 days that's the goal. A 30-day goal is nine times out of ten too big for most people. Especially if you've been doing something one way for so long. What's what's 30 days to 20 years? You got a 20-year habit you're going to try to break in 30 days? It's possible for sure. It's just not probable for most of us living in, in the world. You have few that can do that. So, you know, I've been advised from people people around me and, you know, some of the more profiled people in the field. Shout out to Steve Harvey. Uh, but so I've learned to just try to take it a day at a time. So just um, take the small wins is what Rain, Rain would say. So just every day, you know, choosing to wake up and beat the day and how you beat the day is set goals for yourself every day and you complete those complete them daily so you have daily wins every day is a win like you playing in the nba you got 82 game season it's if it's not 82 games it's 365 games a year what's going to be your record at the end of the year are you going to be the 
73 and 9 Warriors, the, the 72 and 10 Bulls, or you're going to be one of the worst teams with one of the worst records. And you know, why I don't, that's exactly why I don't remember their names. I can't tell you who had the worst records, but I just told you the top two records of all time. So I think um, everybody want to win. I said, choose what side you want to be on, a worker or a boss. Regardless of what side you fall on, both sides want to win. So one side, the workers, you're going to be given the blueprint to success by the bosses. They're going to tell you what you need to do to succeed. Nothing wrong with it. They're going to give you the blueprint. Or if you're on the other side, you have to create your own blueprint. Either way, you're both starting at zero in your respective fields. And y'all both got to work hard. One just don't have a map to it. So both require discipline. So take it a day at a time. You know, you know on our left side, the workers, you might be, you know, you might be focusing on being better at what your boss gives you. If you're a computer programmer, you're focusing on a certain code, a certain um, way of doing things in their office while you're, if you're your own boss, and let's say you're a programmer as well, you're, focused, you're building the code yourself. You're building the processing, the processor for the computer. You probably built the whole computer. And so, and you don't, you're not going to get a redo. You're not going to get a redo. So, I just feel that's a big thing, just learning how to, that's a way of instilling discipline, is finding a regiment that works for you. That I definitely agree with, for sure. Um, I don't know, as far as, as far as the making the goals, I feel like a lot of people have a hard time staying consistent with goals. Like, I can write out five things that I want to do today, and then forget that I even wrote that shit down. Like, <laughs> that's the part that really messes with me when I'm trying to handle goals. Um, but the one thing I can say, just piggybacking off of that one, um, for the people that suck at creating goals, such as myself, I've just started creating, I guess you would call them like systems, things that I just do consistently. And I know for a fact, I'm going to take or accept my small win for the day if I make my bed if I did my facial routine, you know, if I did such and such, if I went to the gym, you know, it's just certain things that I'm doing every day that make me continue to build those things up. And then I just figure out, okay, what goal or not even what goal, what, what do I have to do to get to here? Then it's like, all right, well, I know I need to create 10 flyers, flyers. All right. For the next hour, work on your flyers. That's it. Cause if I write it down and I don't do it right then and there, those goals are going to sit there for the next two months <laughs> and I'm never going to look at them again. So if you think about it, do it right then. If it's something that's like going to improve whatever you're trying to do, don't say, okay, I'm going to do it after I do this thing, or I'm going to do it, you know, in like 10 minutes or 20 minutes because you're going to pick up that phone, start scrolling on social media, and then you're going to blink and it's like 7 PM and you're, tired and you don't want to do anything and you've lost the motivation or you've lost that spark or the idea of what you had 
when it comes down to on the entrepreneur side, that creation that you wanted to make, utilize that energy that's provided right then that's given to you. When you get that inspiration to say, okay, I want to record this episode of my podcast. I want to go ahead and write that song. I need to listen to that beat. You know, these don't take that energy that you're given for granted. When it, when that inspiration shows up, utilize it right then. Don't put it on pause and then hope it's still going to be there five hours later, you know? So just big piggybacking off of what you just said right then. But my next one, my number six would be jobs come and go that was something that I learned I'm gonna say before my 20s but it really hit me during COVID because I had got the job of my life that I absolutely wanted I was a quality analyst trainer for the container store and I was creating custom closets I was making like 22 something dollars an hour and mind you I have no kids I was living alone I had the car that was paid off you know and next you know COVID happened and I had just got the job maybe November of 2019 and then February of 2020 it was like life just kind of shut the hell down and I was unemployed for like dang near the whole year of 2020. Now mind you during that year of 2020 I made more money than I've ever made working a job ever so do not think don't fall into the mindset that a job is permanent security because it's not like it's it's not don't allow your dreams or the things that you want to pass you by and for the people that want to be workers that say that they want to be that CEO of the company or the president of the company strive for that if that's something that you really want and learn all the necessary skills from job to job if you have to make it and get to that one company that you really want to be at you know the one that holds the values that you want to uphold inside of a company but that life lesson jobs come and go because they do um yeah you just gotta gotta remember that nothing's permanent honestly so that was my number six jobs come and go so if you're just not feeling a job make sure you get another job before you quit your job but if you just can't take it no more i'm all here for team fuck that job and quitting and then you figuring out later (laughs) number six is pretty similar um you was talking about how to not just don't think that a job is permanent I was telling them the same thing, but in a different way. I was saying, um, don't just, don't, don't get in, what you call it, autopilot mode. Don't be an autopilot at your job, especially if you have bigger goals in mind outside of the work, outside of the workflow. So, um, like this happened to me of, um, probably when I first moved out here, when I first moved out here to Texas at the end of 2020. At the end of 2020, going into 2021, um, so I came out here and I was, um, I started working at Amazon, and so I was just so, you know, kind of happy being, now I'm going to say kind of, I was so happy being in a new place, you know, everything around me was new, from people to buildings to cars to food. Everything was different. I'm staying in the city with an actual NFL team. It's right up the road. 
So um, it was just so different. So once I started working, I was really happy for a good amount of time. Even though I was extremely tired, I was still happy and content. I was still doing shows. I was still performing, still dropping music, still creating. Um, But, you know, after, like, kind of like the blinders come off your eyes, after kind of like the honeymoon phase, after it's gone, and you just be like, wow, six, seven months went by, and I'm at this job, and nothing's changed. Um, Things started to change a little bit for me outside of work. With my music, when people start to see your talent and who you are and what you can offer to the world and what they can make from you, they see you and see money. So I I learned a lot of things. I've been a part of some interesting conversations and met a lot of new people. So that part of my life had me going for a minute, but the music slowed down. It slowed down for a few reasons that I won't talk about today, but it slowed down and I started to notice the reality that was I'm working a nine to five job, taking up most of my time to where I can't work on the things I want to work on to improve myself. Or if I do got the time, I'm tired. I'm too tired to do it. So, um, and I know that's not an excuse, but that's the reality of it. We're human. So if you don't get a certain amount of hours, you can get sick. You can pass out. You can go. Hell, I've heard people going into cardiac arrest for it. Body just shut down. Not getting enough food, sleep, whatever it is, water. So that's my advice to you guys. Um, Just don't go into autopilot. Don't don't wait till it's too late. If you do have something in life you want to do, because the pain and the and the fear of letting it go by, especially if you really really know you can do it, you've tasted a little bit of success before, you know it's possible to attain. Don't let that go by. If it's something you really want to do, it's a real pain. It's a it's been a pain for me just. You know, readjusting and getting reacclimated to what I have going on in my life. So, and I don't want nobody to feel what I felt. So, especially you listening to this podcast, I know that you have some type of, you know, you have a curious mindset and you have a mindset of wanting to be better. That's why you're here. So, if you feel that and you in whatever feel it is, go after it. Don't let don't let that time go by because that's the one thing. Oh, y'all, he gave y'all some real heartfelt advice. That is amazing. Look, then we love it. I want to put in a little yay sound like yay. Okay, real friends out here giving real advice. Okay, that is what we do. That is the whole point of this podcast. I want people to understand like I'm going to tell you what is real. Okay. I'm not about to sugarcoat nothing because sugar don't do nothing but get your damn feelings hurt and make you gain weight. So (laughs) I'm out here giving it to you raw and real, okay? So I guess my number, I believe this is my number seven. My number seven would be to put yourself first. 
And that's in like anything. When I say friendships, relationships, your job, if you need a mental day, take the mental day. If you do not have the energy to talk to all of your friends, do not talk to all of your friends. If you want to be alone and your mama getting on your nerves, leave that woman alone. It is as simple as that. We all are not obligated to do anything outside of live. Like, I genuinely feel that we all are not obligated to do anything outside of live and be human beings. And it is okay for you to put yourself first. As much as people say that it's selfish and things like that, what's selfish is somebody feeling as though they're obligated to your time. What's selfish is somebody feeling as though they're obligated to your body, your emotions, your mental space. No one outside of yourself, unless you give people permission to have those things, it is a privilege for people to give you those things. So set yourself up for success and put yourself first because at the end of the day if it's a life or death situation everyone's going to protect themselves they're not going to think about the other man first they're going to think about themselves first and once they get themselves figured out then they're going to come and help you so that's that's real everybody always wants to see the movie fairy tale where it's like i'm gonna go scoop the girl up and i'm gonna go pick her up no that man is over here like where's the nearest exit that i can run out of and if i can carry her ass then i'm gonna take her ass too but if she too damn heavy i might shoddy run with me (laughs) but i'm figuring out where i'm going first that's just real so make sure you take care of yourself first doesn't mean you got to be an asshole and other people don't matter but it means that you can't give to other people if you literally have nothing left to give. If you're constantly giving your time, your energy, your mental space, your emotions to everyone else, you'll never have anything for yourself when you're alone and taking those alone times, you will not have anything for yourself to give. So put yourself first. That is number seven. And Great topic, and I totally agree. Putting yourself first is something that's very important. A lot of people think it's being selfish, but it's actually being self-aware. So it's being able to differentiate the two, being able to know what is too much and when you need to fall back or when it is your time to be the so on call the so called superhero to your friend. She needs a ear, somebody just to talk to, or if she need advice, if it might not, or if they need help financially, or um, needs you to get them a ride somewhere. You never know. Uh, we're all needed, and Ray doesn't really like when I use this word, but uh, we all get used by the people. In our lives, it's just about deciding who we're allowed to do so. So, um, as far as the next topic goes, my number seven is prioritize minimal spending. So, in other words, prioritize spending the least amount of money you can efficiently, and that goes more for my entrepreneurs, those that plan on building something for themselves and their family um the best way to make a the best business model i feel is what i've been learning or when i um read or when i watch different podcasts or 
listen to different professors speak. They all have one thing in common, and that's try to save about 25% of your income per check cycle uh, and put that towards your future. Obviously, you're going to probably put some of it up, you know, for savings and things like that. But that might be, you know, who knows, allocated into your 75%. At least that's what I would do. The, you know, the other 25% goes into your career, no matter what it may be. And if you continue that up over a course of a year, who imagine where you will be with that money. So um, that's just that's my number seven. It's really short and clean cut. I apologize um, for that. Oh, she says we're good. She says we're good, ladies. Yeah, some things don't some things don't have to be explained. What's understood don't gotta be explained. We understand. If you're an entrepreneur, you know you are gonna be your biggest investor and you're also probably gonna be your biggest damn critic. Those are you're gonna be your biggest cheerleader and you also gonna be your biggest fucking hater. Like <laughs> it's such a contradiction, but it's it's facts. Those are facts. So I understand what you're saying as far as on the entrepreneurial side. And even for the people who work, you know, regular jobs. Make sure that you're even if you just put away 5% or 10% for yourself, because having a rainy day fund is essential because we all know the sun's not always going to shine. Rain will come and there will be at some point in time you're going to need that assistance, you know. So even if you like, you know, what, I'm just putting $25 away each check and that's just that. Imagine six months of sun and you'll never get no rain. And next thing you know, you're like, dang. I got I got this, 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 and that going on. But you've been putting that money away for yourself. So you've been prioritizing, making sure that you're planning ahead for future stress. Because we all know that future stress does come. It's going to be something that happens. So just prepare yourself for those types of things. So I'm going to say my number eight would be relationships are not permanent. Now, I'm going to say that, and I I don't want to feel like a negative Nancy, but that's just like the best way I can come about it. But all relationships are not permanent. People who are in their teenage years, I still have friends from when I was six or seven years old, you know, but we're still best friends, but we don't talk every day. I know if I need them, I can call them, but it's not the same relationship close knit as it was before, you know, as you continue to grow and you get older realizing and I guess taking so much pressure off of somebody or people being there until you're like 90 years old in the rocking chair it makes you enjoy the moments a little bit more versus focusing on putting so much pressure on things being perfect and keeping that person in the same way the same you know way that y'all had your relationship when things first started out or friendship when y'all first started out just making sure that you understand everything isn't permanent so when I say that doesn't mean that the relationship has to end or that the person has to leave your life or this has to be this big fight but the way that it once was a year ago it's not going to be the same way that it is you know, a year later. So realizing that a person's personality, they're going to grow. So don't get so attached to how people are because somebody could wake up the next day and they don't like the color green anymore. They want to go in like blue, you know? So 
no relationship is permanent. Don't put people inside of these boxes that make them not, you know, to where they're not able to grow and expand on the person that they're becoming. Because we honestly, we're all finding ourselves. So putting so much pressure on people or even yourself to still be the same or to still be the same person, it's not it's not going to happen. People change, things change, experiences change you, they grow you. So just realizing that no relationship is permanent because people are constantly growing and you're constantly You know something for real with that one right there. I ain't going to do you like that. <laughs> but now nah, she's facts, y'all. She's telling you straight facts. You know, what you say, the sun don't shine forever. That's facts. Relationships change daily. Um, it's those who adapt that last the longest. Whew. I got to top that one. I got to come right behind that one. I got to come right behind that one. Yeah. All right. So what I have here for, what is this? Number nine? Number nine is do not be afraid to ask for help. Do not be too prideful. Do not be too prideful to reach out and let somebody know that you know you're going through it. You might need help just talking. You know, remember earlier we was talking about the superhero. You being the superhero in the cape for your friends and family. Who, who says you don't need that? You're human too. It, like you said, it's it's funny how all of these tie together. That the sun don't shine forever. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I can, hey, don't let me get on that mic. It's a mic, a free opportunity. Don't let me do it now. But, nah, this girl crazy, y'all. But, man, so, you know, whenever you need help, whenever you need, you know, a little loving from those around you, who knows? It might be a stranger. You know, I worship God. You know, you worship who you worship. But I, at the end of the day, I really think, you know, we all, it's we, our religions are too similar for it to be too much of a variation in really, in actually who God is. But the God I know has a funny way of showing up for people. So it could be a stranger that helps you. All I say is be open and be vigilant. So you are able to receive whatever this world has for you. So and 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 nothing wrong with accepting help. You you're not small. You're not a loser. You're not weak. You're just human. And just learn from whatever it is. Learn from it and be stronger, so you can do the same for somebody that comes behind you. I definitely agree because I wear the superwoman cape all the time and in all of my friendships or relationship, I'm the person that's known to show up. I'm the person that's known that's going to go above and beyond and be super nice and all, all that good stuff. So yeah, I'm used to wearing the S on my chest and being superwoman, but sometimes you got to put that cape down. You got to fold it up and put that shit in the washer because it get a little dirty sometimes. And then you got to be like you know what i need superman or superwoman or my sidekick to come help me out baby because i'm tired i'm done i'm out i'm clocking out 
My job is over. I'm sick of this shit. Yeah, that's how you got to be sometimes. And I said this on my previous podcast that I did with my cousin. If you do not like cursing, I don't know if we're going to be good friends because I am very vulgar and that's just that's just me. You know, I've heard some people say people who curse don't have um, big vocabularies and I find that to be an absolute pile of shit. So I don't believe that I'm definitely well educated and I know how to speak for myself. So I just feel as though it's a fun way of talking to yourself, you know, so that's my that's my uh, little merger off of that. But my next one, my number nine, um, I would have to say is travel when you can. Traveling makes you so much more aware of your surroundings and the things that are going on and the cultural differences, even just like when I moved from Mississippi or Atlanta and I moved to Arizona, it was a complete culture shock for me. How people dressed out there, how people talked, what they ate, like what they, you know, their drinks and everything. Everything was so different to me. So travel when you can, because the more that you associate yourself with different places, different communities, different cultures, people, you will be more well-rounded, well-versed for when you meet different people. You know, I would hate to be in a situation, um, which I was recently, to where it was like, oh my God, this is all going completely over my head. And just so you guys know, I know we didn't announce where we live, but we are inside of Dallas, Texas. But um, yeah, Dallas, Texas, and we're both, me and Lee are from Mississippi. So I've been in Texas for the past seven, eight years. Lee has been out here for what, like a year and a half, almost two years. So yeah, but I went to the 99 Ranch store. If you live in Texas, you know exactly what it is. And I was, I was so lost because, and correct me if I'm wrong, those that are listening, it is like a um, Korean or, you know, they have like Korean, Chinese, just different, it's a different type of market. And my brain just exploded because I'm doing the Instacart order and I had no idea what I was reading or you know being able to speak the language in the store and it made me question myself like you know what I want to literally engulf myself inside of their culture what can I learn you know how can I go into their environment and know that like I'm being respectful and I'm, you know, speaking to them properly. Those are things that are important to me because I know that I've met people who were from other countries and they've tried and they put their best foot forward to speak English for me to understand them, you know, for us to try to build a relationship and things. So if I'm going into another person's environment and where they're comfortable and it's their atmosphere, I want to at least put my best foot forward to show that, hey, I'm putting an effort into learning, into understanding your culture. So travel often, do that as much as you possibly can. It'll make you a better person overall. Honestly, that's just the best thing. In your 20s, travel as much as you can. I don't care if you take in frontier, mind you, that's that's you risking your life, but it's okay. I mean, you could even take spirit. That that's a little better. You might have a 20% chance of a better flight. But if you can get like American or, you know, Delta, 
I mean, they might be a little bit more expensive. You can go on a trip. Like I always strive to go on like four trips a year. And that's just like every three months, like every quarter of the year, go on one trip. It could be a trip up the street. As long as you're going somewhere else, get out of your town, go to another area. Just travel as often as you can. You're really funny. You know that? You was, you was talking your stuff, though. You was talking your stuff, for real, for real. I definitely appreciate that one. I think uh, it's really crazy how hours really line up. And just so you won't think I'm faking, look at my notes. That's my last one. My last one, y'all. Don't be mad at me. My last one was to go outside. <laughs> she told y'all to travel. So she kind of gave y'all more of a broader aspect of what I'm saying. But I'm just saying just go meet people, you know. Go uh, regardless of your field. Um, in my what I do, I'm a music artist. It requires me to meet people. It requires me to network and uh, you know make songs with other people, um, videos, um, photo shoots, interviews, podcasts like the one I'm on now. Everything I just said is a part of the lifestyle that I want, but. I'm not even talking about just for work. I'm saying to de-stress from the craziness we live in. Doing the same thing every day can drive you insane and nuts. That's literally the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing every day and expecting a different result. So, you know, go outside. Enjoy yourself. Go to a nice bar. A nice lounge. You know, skydiving, if you will. I will not be partaking in those endeavors. I'll gladly stay on the ground, go to a uh, Dallas Mavericks game. Or I'm I'm upset with the Cowboys right now. I'm not going to see them. It had to be like uh, a birthday thing, like last year. Did you want to? Yeah, it had to be something like that. I can't willingly say, "Hey, let's just go on a whim and go to a Dallas Cowboys game." I'm still upset with them. But uh, getting a little off topic. That's what that's what the Cowboys do to you. But um, more of the story, you know. Is um just to make sure that um that kind of ties in once again everything I have ties in to what we were talking about. It ties in for one of the ones that I said earlier, which is not to be a zombie or a robot in your field of work. Set things up to where you can de-stress and enjoy life. Enjoy the spoils. You know, spoil yourself and spoil spoil your friends. Y'all, he trying to copy me, but we not gonna say nothing on that. Yeah, you're talking about some. We we just so aligned on these topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you align my ass. <laughs> but that was his number 10. And my final, final number 10 is going to literally be the name of this podcast. Final tip is get your ass some real friends. That's the best tip I can give you. If you don't have real friends, you ain't got nothing but real haters. and that's a that's a scary place to be now mind you you're supposed to have haters because if you don't have haters you're not doing something right however if you don't have real friends to watch your back your front your side have you covered and shielded having that safe circle and that space for you that's an even scarier place especially if you're an entrepreneur get people that have your best interests at heart inside of your circle when you are going into this world, 
and you're doing things and you're being extraordinary, find people that see your vision, that see your heart, that see who you are and that understand you and they value you. Get you a set of real friends that will tell you what's holding you down, show you the things that you can't see because sometimes it does take a a second pair of eyes to look at something and show you the imperfection that you're not looking at, you know, and we all have faults. We all have things that we have to work on and having people that will come to you in love and understanding and patience is different. So I just want to thank everyone who sat through and listened to the first episode of the Real Friend Podcast. And I just want to give a special, special thank you to my guest here, Leezy. If you guys wouldn't mind following him on social media, his Instagram is at and his personal one is Leezy3113. So go ahead and check out Trey Solo on all music platforms. That is spelled T-R-A-I. S-O-L-O. You will not be disappointed in the music that you hear. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.